Archer breaks free. One man to beat. Victor Cruz down the sideline. Cruz is going to take it all the way. Tied an NFL record. 99 yards from Manning to Cruz. Barkley straight ahead with a big hole. And running through is Saquon Barkley. And he's going in for a Giants touchdown. Giants turn to try and answer, and here's Saquon Barkley. And he's off to the races. The 30, the 20, Saquon for six. Welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Cotteraro. JQ, you guys know me by now. I'm here with my co-host, Thomas Sinertia. Tom, how are you doing on this beautiful, rainy Friday? Not going to lie, Friday's flying by. It's already 3 o'clock. I mean, I woke up early. I woke up at like 9, 9.30, which isn't early to some people, but the day's just been flying by. But we got a lot to talk about. Let's go. Listen, we got a lot to talk about. Obviously, I woke up at the same time, Tom. I woke up around like 9, 8.30 this morning, so I feel like I've been up for a while. And this day is literally flying by. I got one more class, so we're recording this episode in between. Here we are previewing the Giants versus Phillies Week 10 matchup. Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time at MetLife. Be there. I mean, we can't really go, but Tom and I might try to sneak in. You never know. You might see us on the Jumbotron. But listen, the last time the New York Giants beat the Eagles was November 6, 2016. In that game, Eli Manning had four touchdown passes with two of them going to OBJ. So this is going to be a big game for the Giants. And if they want to continue to fight for the NFC East, Tom, they have to win this game. We're not losing this game. I'm not going to get cute this episode. We're not losing this game. No, we're not losing this game. The The Giants aren't losing this game. And I don't even care that Philly's coming off their bye week and they got healthy, like Miles Sanders back, Alshon Jeffries making his debut of the season. Week 10, here he is. It's about time. But don't I'm care. still not scared. I'm still not scared. I think Wentz is still struggling as usual, even though I had a bye week to recuperate and get everything together. I just think this is a week that Giants absolutely pounce on the Eagles. I said this on the Thursday night game when they last played them, and they did pounce on them, but obviously everyone knows what ended up happening that night. Tom, let's get a win, bro. That's all Like that's all this episode should be titled, Let's Get a Win. Whether we win or lose, this week's going to show we're the best all-around coach team in the division. Hands down. I was telling you, I think this morning when I called you or last night, Patrick Graham had a whole he, – he, he, he had a whole interview with somebody. I saw it on Twitter. They asked him, they asked him about after the Philly game. He, like, got in his bag a little bit after that game, and he kind of went back to his office and really kind of game-planned for this week and based the two games we just won off of that. He's ready to go. We're, like, and Joe Judge might be a top-10 head coach in the NFL already. That's a bold take. But we have a brand-new team of players, pretty much all new. We've said this We've said this already early in the year. And look how, well, even though we'll, we've only won two games, look how well we're playing. We've been in every game we played. So at the end of the day, the, those are all wins. But we're, not, we're winning this weekend. That Philly streak is over. Giants fans, it might not seem like the Giants are winning, obviously, in the win column. But listen, this team is improving week by week. And it starts with the defense, Tom, like you said. Graham's got him. He's got him moving out there, man. Like, when we were watching the game last week, there's so many like play calls that you look at and you're like, that's a great play. Like maybe having a cornerback blitz or you bring the safety into the box, Logan Ryan, you have him blitz. Like there, there are sacks and stats that line up with this. Like Logan Ryan already has two sacks on the year. Leonard Williams has five sacks. Like the giants are putting pressure on quarterbacks, which we haven't seen in a while. And the giants are actually stopping the run game. This is something they've been able to do very well this year. And remember last year, Tom, that was their biggest weakness. 
obviously the secondary was banged up and they just couldn't cover me or you if we went out there and went to go run routes on them. But this year they are actually stopping the run. So that's one of Philly's biggest things, running the ball with Sanders. If they can stop Sanders and leave it in Carson Wentz's hands, I think the Giants have like a 95% chance of winning this game because I don't think Carson's going to be able to capitalize all off all the errors he makes. I think this is going to be a game where he throws at least two interceptions again. He gets careless. He gets too careless with the ball sometimes. And that's when the Giants are going to pounce on him. And that's why Patrick Graham, he literally set up Logan Ryan to be in that spot when Alex Smith threw that interception. He literally crept right up into the zone, picked it off. And that was that. So I'm dude, I just like this game. I haven't been this excited for a game probably since the last Philly game this season, because listen, you know, what's at stake with this division and the record right now, if they can just win these divisional games, they might even win. They could probably lose every other game and they might still win the division by just winning the, the divisional games. I think the fact that Philly's coming off their bye is giving everyone confidence to take Philly, which is exactly why the Giants are going to win. Cause Philly's not that team that like, Oh my God, they're coming off a bye. They're such a lock. They stink. Yeah. They're coming off a bye. It's not really going to mean much. And we're home. We never play good in Philly anyway, but we're, we're in the swamp. I call MetLife the swamp. Now we're in the swamp. You don't want to come to the swamp. I don't think any Philly fan wants any part of the Giants this weekend. Because, listen, they know, too. I talked to Banks about this the other day. He was on a a few episodes ago for the game preview of that Thursday night game. He said, listen, you guys are actually improving week in and week out. I know the wins or the the record might not show up, but this is a team they don't want to see. The Eagles do not want to see the Giants right now because if the the Eagles lose this game, their season's in the gutters, basically, because the Giants have – a couple of games down the season where they can win. And there's Eagle Philly has a tough schedule. Washington has a tough schedule. And I think Dallas, honestly, this is my bold take. I think Dallas is already in tank mode right now. Cause yeah, they're done. You know, they got banged up this year, but listen, every team in the NFC East. And of course in the NFL has had a lot of crucial players going down for like season ending, ending injury. Wait until McKinney comes back for the giants defense. Like that's another safety piece you got right there. Or you, you might even fill in that, this role the Giants can't find the puzzle piece to, which is that cornerback two right now, that, that number two cornerback. So they can fill that in with McKinney for the time being. It's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this defense throughout the rest of the season. So I'm just, man, I just can't wait. I can't wait. I just want to win. I just want to see the Giants beat Philly for once. It's been so long, dude. Four years is long enough, and 2020 is the year to do it, I think. Well, look, at the end of the day, we're the most exciting team out of these four teams to watch. The Cowboys Cause we, stink. Because we stick with other teams. Yeah, the Cowboys stink. The Eagles the Eagles get overhyped every single week, and then they don't live up to it. We start every week with zero expectations, and then we and then we keep every game tight. That's why, we're, that's why we're fun to watch. And honestly, out of all these four teams, who would you want to see? Obviously, it doesn't matter if they win or not. Who would you rather see, like, sneak into the playoffs? You don't want to see Dallas with their fourth-string quarterback. You don't want to see Washington with – they don't even know what they're doing right now. Their future is bright, but they don't know what they're doing. And, like, Philly, they've been there the past, like, three years. They're not going to go anywhere. NFL fans, I feel like in general, Tom, have had enough of, like, Philadelphia. Obviously, after they won that Super Bowl in 2017, yeah. there was a lot more hate for the Philadelphia Eagles. But, listen, it would be fun for a lot of fans, I think, outside of the NFC East who root for those teams to see the Giants make the playoffs. And I'll give you a reason one. One – underdogs every week as always they're always underdogs to whoever they play whatever the spread is whatever the money line is they're always underdogs even the washington they've been underdogs i don't know if they've had a game where they've been the like with the spread and everything like the shortcut like winner i don't even know tom as crazy as it is it's kind of cool 
If because there listen, was one, it was when we were in Washington, but it, I, th- I think we were underdogs for that too. I think we were minus three again, three and a half, both weeks. I mean, that Washington was minus three and a half both times against the Giants. But listen, Giants make the playoffs. I think it's all about experience. But listen, man, I'm just saying this, like this is just me, like, you know, thinking in my realm of JQ thoughts. Let's say they end up playing Seattle first round. Seattle doesn't get a first round bye. Oh, you'd be playing at MetLife. That's Excuse the best me. part. We're not playing for a wild card spot. We're playing for a home playoff game. Jeez, I didn't think. Oh my god. So listen, now that we're talking about this, you get to have, let's say, like a team like Seattle come in. Their defense is piss poor, awful, Tom. And everyone knows that their defense can't hold like a team that I think 25 points or less this year. So you never know. That could be a game where the Giants put up a lot of points and they can contain Russell Wilson to some extent. And I'm just like thinking, you know, out of my realm, like I said, but you never know. The Giants could make a little sneaky appearance in the playoffs and also maybe you know, take a shot at winning the first game of their playoff series. So I, I think it would be great experience for the team, great experience for the coaching staff, and just honestly something the fans have been needing for four years now, Tom. Oh, yeah. But let's take it before we get laughed at by everybody. Let's take it one week at a time. Well, let's, one, let's, let's beat Philly this week. I'm ear to ear smiling right now. Listen, let's get into some storylines about this game. Devontae Freeman officially this morning is placed on the IR. I saw that. So listen, that's fine. Cause you know why we got Wayne Goldman and let Wayne Goldman and Alfred Morris get more touches. So I think Wayne Goldman is the clear cut guy. Who's going to be the running back number one, these next three weeks without Devonte here. And I'm excited about it. Cause we've seen what Wayne Goldman can do, Tom. Yeah. I love him. I think you, I think you said it 12 times on the car home in the car ride home last week. He runs hard and he, and he runs with his head down. He's, he's literally that he's that he's that bell cow, that bull that you want running the ball every time. He's not going to, He's not going to try and get shifty. My favorite part, he doesn't run sideways. It's mainly, it's mainly being probably because I'm watching college a lot this week already, but even, even in the NFL, a lot of guys love to run sideways, left and right, and try and, like, get around and make that play. Dude, just run forward. Run forward, positive yardage. Even if you – I'd rather you gain three yards on, like, a dead run, like, like, like gets through the line and then trips and gains three yards, than, like, gain six or seven – start running sideways and then losing like three, you know, but Goldman, Goldman's not that guy. Goldman runs hard, like a, like a bull North to South. That's it. And I'm very happy that he's getting, getting his touches right now. Cause like Tom, for people listening, they're probably just thinking like, Oh, he's, they're just saying run straight, but no, like hit the hole. And then you have that opening. You, you run behind Thomas on the mule. You have big boys blocking for you. That's an easy, like three to four yards every time. And then listen, if the coverage is working well and everyone blocks their assignments, that's when Wayne Goldman gets like those nine to 10 yard rushes. And literally I think it's a huge momentum booster for DJ and just the rest of the offense, because we all know the first half of the season was not pretty Tom in the first six games, the giants hit 300 total yards of offense just once. And it was versus Dallas week five, which was a crazy game. This unit now they're starting to come on the rise, dude. This is what I like. This unit has topped that mark in each of the last three games, averaging 344 total yards of offense and just over 22 points per game during that span. Remember last year when the Giants could barely put up like 15 points in a game. Yeah, and here we are the past three games, averaging 22 points or more like boom improvement Garrett on the rise. Listen, we know what Graham can do. I'm set in stone Graham. I, I could keep him forever. I love everything about him. I think Joe Judge, you know, it's obviously still early, but dude, he's he's the real deal, man. He, Joe Judge is a phenomenal football coach. He is the real deal, and I just love discipline, discipline, everything he does for this 
team and organization is amazing. I just like leaves me speechless that we actually have a coach like this now. I really can see like the turnaround. It's just, you know, you build this team, like we said, fit those missing puzzle pieces in and then you got yourself some team. I think it's going to start with the defense leading over the offense in this game, Tom, for sure. DJ's got to keep the offense rolling, dude. Like this is another huge game for him, dude. I see this game as like one of those games where it's obviously make or break for the season, which it is no doubt in any Giants fans mind. If they lose this game, the season's basically over. You don't have right. to try to win anymore. But listen, DJ wins this game. He goes out there and balls. It's going to change a lot of people's opinions about him, I think, Tom. Absolutely. It's going to be key like we were just talking about. Get the running game going early. Philly's very good against the run, which kind of sucks, but it's a one o'clock game. The Thursday night football game is totally different. It's prime time. They haven't played us yet. We haven't played them yet. So you never, they're trying to kind of feel each other out. This is going to be very high scoring this weekend. It's a one o'clock game. It's going to be beautiful outside. If you get the running game going early, then, then what happens is you allow what everyone loves to see, the deep throws. You allow those to open up. And if we connect on two or three of those, we're going to win. No problem. Listen, it's going to be establishing the run. That's one of the storylines I had coming into this game, Tom, because listen, I know, like you said, Philly's got a good front seven, but if they can run the ball on Philly like they did at the end of the fourth quarter with Wayne Gallman, it's going to lead to a lot of Garrett's plays opening up more and him getting more creative because you know why? He's just going to open up to more play action passes, more like of those jet sweeps, those like wildcat motions. This is a game where I just want to see everything Garrett's got. Let it loose. You know what I'm saying, Tom? Just I need to see everything because – I think, dude, this game is huge. And I think this could literally shift the season for the Giants. And I think they could win a couple of those big four games against the teams like Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Arizona, and Seattle. Like, dude, I think the Giants can compete with all those teams. I know Baltimore has a phenomenal defense. They're the only ones that I'm like, yeah, like that game scares me. The rest don't, Tom. Yeah, but dude, Lamar's kind of whack. Lamar that is true. He, he hasn't been having the best season. We don't want to get too. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. It's a lot of fun to do that, dude. It's again, we're not we're not competing with like four other teams for a wild card spot in which we're going to go into one of the best teams in the league's home stadium. We're just trying to win two or three more games, win our division, then boom, we have a home playoff game. The absolute bananas. That is just yeah, like you said, bananas. Just thinking about that, having a home playoff game, and looking at the team right now, they're two and seven. It just makes you think, bro, like, what if – I I say this a lot on, on the episodes we record, Tom. What if if they won certain games this year? They'd be smoking the division. If they won certain games against Chicago, you know, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they pull off that upset, against Philly, against Dallas, this year would be looking a lot different. That's why I'm just happy with the team moving forward. But something else I looked at a storyline, the O-line has to play one of their best games too. This is like a game for everyone of the Giants to probably play their best game, Tom, because the Eagles come into this Week 10 matchup with one of the league's best pass defenses. So they rank fourth in the NFL with 209-point passing yards allowed per game. Listen, I'm not concerned about any of that. This is a NFC East rivalry game. This is a matchup everyone's been waiting for, Giants fans and Philly fans. So I think anything's possible, Tom. I don't care what the stats say. I don't care what any of the analytics are saying right now. This game can go either way, and I think it's going to come down to the guys in the trenches. Like Andrew Thomas and Matt Parrott can't be getting blown by and giving up like two sacks each this game, or they're losing the Giants. No, and I watched – Because Philly's watched... going to bring the pressure. They're going to blitz. They're going to bring a lot of, like, man in the box too. Yeah, I watched a lot of tape from last week's game during this week. Um, Andrew Thomas did a great job blocking Chase Young. We didn't, we didn't even hear from him last game, so – no. I, and I know how they ended up pulling them in the second half, but I think that's just them, like, you know, 
mixing pieces around. Maybe he didn't have the best second half because that's when we were driving home. So we didn't get to actually like visualize the plays and see what he was doing, but they didn't say anything about the reports on him. Like the, the commentators never said a word about him, but listen, man, if they can do that, if they can protect DJ and DJ can also spread the ball around, get Austin Mack involved more. He Joe judge said it best. He literally quote for quote said, this guy's improving every week. He's the last guy on and off the field. Like he wants it so bad. And he's there in and out of practice, working hard to get better and better. Tate said he wants to play. He says he, he wants to be a part of the future of the New York giants, but listen, I liked what judge did. I like where he put him in that place. We don't even know if Tate's going to be playing this weekend. As of right now, we talked about no Freeman and listen, this is my biggest storyline, Tom Evan Ingram revenge game. This is a game for him where he goes out there and catches like 10 passes for like a hundred yards. Like one of those games that he had last year, like against the Buccaneers has like a touchdown or two to go with it. I mean, yeah, he, their secondary is, Beat up Philly. He blew us. He blew us that game. He almost he almost cost us the game last week. You're basically playing for your job at this point. You, you haven't gotten you haven't gotten extended yet. This is your fifth year option of of your in your contract. It's you know season's winding down. You haven't impressed that much. Yeah, he made a phenomenal catch to score last week, but he also had a pass hit him in the face mask. So like you said, it's a great spot to redeem yourself. Obviously, I want it. I think he's talented. So let's hope let's hope for the best. I want to see it so bad because, you know, this would shut up a lot of Giants fans out there that hate on the team a lot. Obviously, like, I had some words to say, but so did every other Giants fan. I Like, I know I might be selling like hip, a hypocrite right now, but it's just tough. It was tough to watch him do that. And I said this on a, a previous episode. It was just tough to see him drop those passes, but you just know what he's capable of. And I, I'm hoping, I say this all the time, I think this is one of those breakout games that he has and re- really, like, changes the way people think about him, Tom. I'm not worried about the defense going up against Wentz. I'm really not. I'm more concerned about the offense scoring, the O-line protecting Daniel Jones, them establishing a run game, turnovers. You got to get a few turnovers to win this game. That's what they did last time. They got the interception against Wentz. I need to see more. Blake Martinez leads the league in tackles right now still. Good. Right? He's probably – I'm hoping he probably has 10 or more this week, and it's probably going to happen. So he's literally like the main piece on that defense to go along with Bradbury. And Logan Ryan, I feel like, improves – week in and week out. We already know what we were getting from him, Tom, and Giants fans knew this when he played for Tennessee. But I just feel like every week, like he's more and more involved in everything that's going on. You know, maybe that's because he got signed so late and he didn't know the playbook right away from Patrick Graham. But listen, Patrick Graham, he's a set in stone piece. That's a guy you want coaching the defense for years to come, Tom. That's all I'm going to say about Graham, dude. I love him. Let's do our expectations and then our hot takes. So all right, like we said, we basically did all of our expectations right there, what we want to happen. I'm going to say the Giants win this game. Oh, boy. I'm going to say the Giants win this game 35-17. You love, you love a score. 35. 35. Because, listen, I'm sick of these close games where my heart is ripped out either every time or I almost have a heart attack because we win by three or, or less. Why not have a game where we're, like you said, it was last game. The Giants were up double digits going into the fourth quarter. That was your hot take. Amazing take, by the way. I don't know if I ever gave you credit for that, but I did text you. Amazing. Listen, that would be nice again because I can't deal with us being up 11 with five minutes left because then my heart will start racing and I don't think I'll be able to watch the end of the game. So you think we double their score? I think we double their score. I think the biggest key to success in this game is starting off fast. If they win the coin toss, put the offense on the field, get them out there, get them going. Get them, get them reps because they're going to need it, man. This is going to be a game where we just need to see everyone at 150%. So I'm saying 35-17 Giants. 
They win this game. They go on their bye week, and then the win streak continues after that with Cincinnati. I'm going to say we win 24 to 20 in another close game, but this time it's going to be the same exact thing. We're going to be winning again. It doesn't matter when. We're going to have the lead. Philly's going to be driving down in the field, but we're going to make we're going to make a stop and win the game. So you're saying is this a comfortable game in the beginning for Giants fans and like our mental health? Is this it's, what you're saying? Like you will like take a nice lead going into halftime. And then obviously as the rest of the game goes, that's when the heart attack will start just because of obviously the third and fourth quarter. That's when the heart attack usually starts. I mean, I think we're going to be in it the whole game. And then I think as usual, we're going to make a big move and go up late in the fourth quarter. And then Philly's going to drive right down the field again, but then we're going to make a stop and that's how we're going to win. And then we're going to have a Palooza on the recap episode. To beat Philly and record the next day after is a dream come true. I literally thought we had it Thursday night on that game a few weeks ago. I, I thought we had it. I thought the Giants had it. But besides that, let's get into our last segment of the episode, our crazy hot takes as usual. Tom has three correct on the year. I have one and a half. I have one and a half right because I said a hot take and I said two combined, so only one of them hit. So Tom gave me a half point, a nice generous guy. Winner at the end of the year gets some sort of sort of prize. It's not going to be Tom, though, so I'm going to be getting myself a prize. Um, I'm going to start off by this. Giants force five turnovers again, two weeks in a row. Okay? That's my first hot take. Okay? So that's set in stone. It's in there. And then my other hot take, oh, I'm going to think of something. The Giants, this is, this is it. This is it. I got to go back to Daniel Jones. Listen, he's going to have himself a game. He's going to show up. He's going to throw for two touchdowns and run for two touchdowns. You think he's going to have four touchdowns? Yeah. Oh, my God. You think he's going to throw for two? Yep. And he's going to rush for two? Yes. Tell you what. Everyone write this down. If that hits, if he has two passing and two rushing, I'll give you an extra point. Ooh. So that's basically a two-point hot take. Okay, cool. I like that. Look at the odds here. It's like plus 4,000, but all right. So mine, I'll do two as well. Um, Someone's hot takes have to be crazy on this episode, so why not me? You know, I always think of these in my head 24-7 throughout the day, so why not put them into the podcast? So mine, starting with the Dallas game, which is kind of when the team kind of woke up a little bit, and everything's been kind of fun to watch ever since. Wayne Goldman has had rushing yards. 24, 34, 44, and then 68 last week. I think for the first time since God knows how the how long ago that was, he has 100 rushing yards or over, obviously. I'm not going to pin it at 100. He has 100-plus rushing yards, and he'll score for the fourth consecutive week. Yeah, because he's on that streak right now. There, there was one of the articles I saw. It's can he continue his streak, and I think absolutely. So I like those. So that's and now again, just so people just so I clarify, if he rushes for over a hundred but doesn't score, I only get a half, like JQ did last week. Mm-hmm. If both happens, I get a full point. My other one, hmm. We keep Philly under 20 points. And I think that's I know it's like a hot take, and I think that's actually really what needs to be done this game. The Giants have to keep Philly under 20 points. I want to see them fire. keep them under 10 points, bro. Imagine if we give up nine points to Philly, just three field goals. Is that your third hot take? Yeah, that's my third hot take. Oh, my God. He... Philly only gets three field goals on the Giants' defense. He may... The, uh, Giant, no, no, the no, Giants no, no, still no, no, put up no, no, a 35 no. bomb. Don't say three field goals because you can get less than 10 points a, new, a number of ways. 
just say that we hold them to I'll give you 10 or less. All right, 10 or less, 10 or less. That's so good. my man has three hot takes. He has that the Giants have five takeaways on defense. They hold Philly to 10 or less points. And the double hot take worth two points, Daniel Jones throws for two and runs for two. Holy crap, I'm sweating. Yep. You, can, you can take a big lead this weekend if all those happen. Hey, listen, if all those happens, I'm going right to the casino. We're going right to Mohegan. Listen. Put it all on black. Put it all on black. Put it all on red. doesn't matter. But this concludes the episode, Giants fans. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate the support as always. And we will see you on the game recap. But listen, get ready for this game because this game is going to be a bloodbath and it's going to be won by the New York Giants. So let's go Giants football, baby. And let's get a win and win this NFC East. Oh, sure. Tom, I'll see you soon. All right, my man. Peace.